What do you do when the most trusted supplier in the area selling wholesale gift baskets goes out of business? <laughs> no, you don't panic. You search for another supplier, hopefully one you can visit in person so you can see everything the supplier sells. That's what I had to do one November. I was scheduled to teach an in-person gift basket class at a library, and you cannot teach students how to make their own gift baskets without baskets. I searched online for about 15 minutes for another supplier who was close enough for me to drive to, and I found one 50 minutes away from my studio. I called the supplier and asked about their baskets, and the person who answered said that baskets were available. My mom drove to my studio, picked me up so we could both take the 50-minute trip in rain and fog to this new company. When we arrived, a worker led me to a room with well-made wicker baskets waiting for my selection. To say I was happy, <laughs> that's an understatement. I picked out 20 baskets, a selection of enhancements, paid for everything, loaded it into the car, and off my mom and I went back into the rain and fog to my studio. <laughs> that was truly a lucky break. One that I hope you won't experience after you hear what I share about finding and buying from wholesalers, suppliers, and retailers. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business and Chief Basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. One point I didn't share with you is that before I found that supplier with the baskets, I visited another wholesaler to see their baskets, and this wholesaler was a little closer to my location. They not only had unattractive baskets, but they were also higher in price than what I'd pay in a retail store. <laughs> How about that? This situation, that particular type of situation can happen when there are few suppliers in your area. So it's best to know about companies in general that sell the goods you need for gift basket making so you have a wider selection of companies available to you. And just a note for you longtime designers who are listening in, welcome. This entire episode is also for you, just like it's for beginners. There may be some ways to find products that I share here that you might not have considered. Well, first, let me define wholesalers, suppliers, and retailers according to how I have experienced what they are. Wholesalers are companies that make the actual product that they sell. That category includes lots of firms that make the foods and the snack products. Suppliers are companies that sell a variety of products made by the wholesalers. Suppliers buy the merchandise from many sources and make it available to you under their roof. Retailers, they sell merchandise to consumers like you and me at a price that's higher than what they paid to wholesalers and suppliers that they buy from. 
And that means that the higher price, that's known as profit. You probably know that, but I just want to share that. So if you consistently buy from retailers, you're not going to profit. And that's why searching for and buying from wholesalers and suppliers is a better option for you in general for your business. But sometimes there are deals that retailers offer that really are too good to pass up. And I'm going to talk about that as we move along. Wholesalers and suppliers exist in every state and every country outside of the United States. If a florist is in your neighborhood or in your general area, there's usually a local supplier that the florist visits for general goods like containers, enhancements, ribbons, and other supplies for their shop. This isn't always true, but it's usually true. It's true in most cases. What I do and what I encourage you to do is to use search terms online, of course, to find the products that are available in your area through wholesalers and suppliers. Now, here's an example. Here are some examples of what I type in my preferred search engine. I use search terms to find products that are available in my area, and I encourage you to do the same. Now, here are some examples of what I type into search engines. And whatever I type, I use quotes around the words, and I'll give you an example of that. What I search for are wholesale basket supplies or wholesale basket suppliers. And I put, I use one quote before the word wholesale, and then I use the last quote after supplies or suppliers so that I don't find every search term with just the word wholesale, just the word basket, just the word supplies or suppliers. Because if you, if you don't put quotes around the search term, you're going to get everything that has to do with wholesale. Everything that, you heard what I said, everything that does has to do with a basket. And it's not going to supply you with the information that you are looking for. So wholesale basket supplies, wholesale basket suppliers. I also search for wholesale floral supplies, wholesale floral suppliers. That, again, is a phrase in quotes. I search for wholesale baskets. I search for wholesale ribbon. You never know what's going to come up in these terms that's going to be accommodating to you in your local area. You also want to search according to your state or country. So with, for example, wholesale basket supplies, if you live in New Mexico, your search term, in quotes, is going to be New Mexico Wholesale Basket Supplies. That is how your search turns up whatever is possible in your area for the wholesale supplies that you're searching for. You can also search your state or country regarding wholesale foods or whatever wholesale product or supply you're looking for. So again, you would use Montana Wholesale Foods, Nebraska Wholesale Foods or Wholesale Food Products, anything like that. If you are in the United States or even outside of the United States, your area may have a Department of Agriculture. Certainly the United States have Departments of Agriculture for every state. I visit State Department of Agriculture's wherever possible for my clients. And I look at their website to see if there is a category for specialty foods. And 
quite a few of the state departments of agriculture have specialty food areas within their website. So the state department of agriculture don't just have lettuce and tomatoes as part of what you can find in the state. Sometimes you will find a specialty food area within that agricultural website. So look for that as well. I found that, I remember, for Michigan, and I found that for a couple of other states. There's also specialty food associations. I know for a fact that there is a specialty food association in North Carolina. So if you happen to be in North Carolina, in search, you will type North Carolina Specialty Food Association. And you will find, hopefully, you will find the website that has uh, it tells you about the members of the association and it has a broad a broad area where you can see what products are made in North Carolina. So perhaps you are in New Orleans or really Louisiana and there may be a special food association for Louisiana. Some states have a Made in Our State website within their official state website. So here I'm again talking about the United States and it could certainly be the same for countries outside of the United States. But there are certain states that have a portal within the, the official website for a state. There is a, a, could be a category for foods that are made in that particular state. I know that, for example, not out, not for the Ohio state official website, but there happens to be a site called Ohio Proud, P-R-O-U-D. And that is a website that showcases all kinds of foods and products, all kinds of products that are made in the state of Ohio. So you can find so many good things, hopefully, in the state or in the country that you are making gift baskets in according to the terms that I just shared with you. And as you could hear, there's a lot of options. And here are two more options for you. Many of you are probably, uh, probably know about the Fancy Food Magazine. If you don't, it is a magazine that showcases specialty food makers, what they do, why they make they why they make the foods that they make, and other information about specialty foods in general. And that's everything from snack crackers to to pudding and everything in between. If you type Fancy Food Magazine in search, you will find the magazine's website. That website has an area where you can search for specialty foods or foods in general that may be accommodating for your gift baskets, whether they are in your state or in your country or outside of either area. And I've used their search box quite often to find products that happen to be in a state where my client is looking for different types of products. What I've been able to find has been through typing the kind of product that I'm looking for. If I'm looking for a snack cracker, if I'm looking for a certain type of jam or preserves, I can find it through the search area, the search box on the Fancy Food website. 
I've also used in the case of states, I've used not only the state name written out, such as New York, but I've also used NY as the acronym for New York to find products. Sometimes you can find items that way. So that gives you a good idea of how you can use the Fancy Food Magazine's website to find different products. Now, I think the Fancy Food Magazine's website is officially specialtyfoods.org or something like that. So if you see in the URL specialtyfoods.org or something like that, you're in the right place. There are also trade show websites that showcase the exhibitors that happen to be at the shows. Now, even though trade shows are very scant, they're very sporadic right now, just due to the health crisis, which hopefully will change in the months to come, trade show websites are still available online. Trade shows such as America's Mart Atlanta, New York Now, California, well, I don't think the California Gift Show is running anymore, but that's okay. LA Mart, that's one. Dallas Market Center, Philadelphia Gift Show. If you look for those particular shows or a show that's close to you in your area, then you will find their website, go to their website, and see if there's a uh, exhibitor's list on the site so that you can look at who is exhibiting or who has exhibited in the past and see if they are selling the kinds of products that you are looking for for your gift baskets. I found such great information not only for trade shows that are in the United States but also outside of the U.S. The Canadian gift shows have great websites where you can pick and search the kinds of products that you're looking for the same is true for the websites, for really for the trade shows, for web, uh, for shows in Australia and New Zealand. So that just gives you an indication of trade show websites that have really good information that you might be overlooking. And I certainly don't want you to do that after this. So you can hear that you have a lot of research that is available to you to find the kinds of products that wholesalers and suppliers offer to us. And certainly retailers go to these sites too. And we'll be talking about retailers very soon. When you go to, or really when after you find the local wholesalers and suppliers in your area, you want to call them to find out if they're open, when they're open, and if they are open for you to visit so you can see the kinds of merchandise that they offer. When you go, there is usually a registration process for you to complete if you plan to buy any products from these local sources. You can usually walk into the store or walk into the facility and look at the products, but if you're ready to buy, when you're ready to buy, you will need a registration at that particular firm because the firm does not want to sell to everyone who just walks in off the street. They want to know that you are truly a business owner buying products for resale. Well, you'd have every person in there buying party items instead of going to the retail party stores. You will usually need a your business license and possibly your personal identification to show who you are. If you do not have a business license at this point, you still might be able to buy 
from that company. And uh, I've found that with some of my clients who are in the process of getting their business license, if you explain to some of the places that you are awaiting verification, whether you are or not, and I'm telling you to be you know, upstanding, but sometimes you just need to buy some things to start your business, then you let them know who you are, what you're doing, you know, that you are, uh, you have a gift basket business, not that you're starting one, but that you have one and you have your personal identification and you'd buy, like to buy a few things now to start your business and to start to show your customers what you have to offer. There can also be a minimum order amount at the local suppliers. In other words, the local sources might not let you just buy one roll of ribbon for $6, say, for instance, and and then that's it. You just walk out. One supplier in my area has a $30 minimum, and that's reasonable because of the assortment that they have. You usually want more than a roll of ribbon when you visit these stores. You usually see some cellophane, some shred, some enhancements, maybe a couple of containers. So $30 is a minimum that we can abide by. Now, as I mentioned, if you don't have a business license, you can ask the company if you can buy without having your license present at that particular time. And as an example, the company that I mentioned at the very beginning that went out of business, I was buying some baskets for another class that I was I was maintaining, that I was managing, and the person who was writing up my order didn't recognize me. And the person added tax to my order as if I was a person who just came in off the street and was ready to buy some products. I let that person know that I was a business, that I was registered with the company and he removed the tax and I paid for my merchandise. But that let me know that this particular place on the inside, you know, that Intel, they would let a person come in and buy merchandise without having a tax license or really a business license. So perhaps the place that you want to buy from will let you buy in that same way. You never know unless you go through the, the paces and find out what it's like to and what you need to do to buy some products. So don't be shy about going to the local resources if you don't yet have a business license. Try, see what happens. Let's move on to retailers. Retail stores really are great locations for research. You can find products and take pictures of labels. And I'm talking about the retailers that we know, the specialty store kind of retailers, not only the Macy's, but also a lot of us go to TJ Maxx or Home Goods. As an example, Marshalls. Now I'm mentioning those, but there are other so, other specific pro- companies in your area that are beyond that, that where you find products. I mean, I know people talk about Walmart as well. That'll be another one. It's not always a good place to buy products because a lot of times you want multiple products. You want 12 and 24, and that amount of product won't be on the store shelves. Plus, the products on the retail shelves are also, or or, let me say that again, the products that are at the retail stores are already inflated 
with a markup price. So you are paying almost double for a product when you can buy that product from a wholesaler or supplier at a price that is going to help you profit. There are sometimes though when buying from a retail store does make sense. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond many years ago and found some soups that were in clear packaging with a rope tie at the top of the packaging. Really nice. The, the soups were 99 cents each and there was a whole pallet of the soups on the show floor. There were about 24 soups. And I went to a manager and I asked if I could buy the whole pallet, but I wanted it at less than 99 cents. I just said, well, can I have it for 80 cents or 75 cents? I forgot how much I offered. I didn't get it for the lower price I asked because there is a negotiation, but I did get the pallet, the 24 soups for less than 99 cents. That was a great deal at a retail store because I didn't know where at the time to get the soups. They were packaged perfectly for my gift baskets and that saved me travel time or really shipping through the wholesaler or the supplier. I was right there and I was buying things for my personal use. So I happened to see these soups and stew or really soups and it was a great buy at the time. That's when buying from a retailer really pays off. Retailers are, are wonderful, especially in the example that I gave you for uncovering products you may not know exist. That's the time when you pull out your cell phone and take pictures of the product labels so you can investigate who it's from and where you might be able to buy the product directly from the wholesaler or supplier. And just one word of caution, don't take pictures at the small shops, the shops where at a place that you might own at the very beginning of your business. Photo taking at the big retail stores is fine. The the people are on payroll, they they really don't care. But it's not good to buy, to take pictures at a specialty store that you might own as I mentioned as you build your empire. Um that's that's a bit of a no-no. <laughs> it it really is. So be careful of your picture taking. So that is the whole broad look at buying from wholesalers, suppliers, and retailers. You want to use search terms to find the products available in your area, whether you are in the United States or outside of the United States. And certainly gift baskets are big business worldwide. So you can use search terms if, if there's certain cultures in your area that are outside of the culture that you are a part of, you could possibly find wholesale supplies that are in your area or outside of your area using the search terms that I shared with you. Also turn to department and country, uh, departments of agriculture, and look for specialty food areas within those websites, those official websites. Also use the Fancy Food Magazine website, and you can also use just general trade magazine websites to help you find what you're looking for. I didn't mention that, but gifts and decorative accessories, gift shop magazine, specialty retailer magazine, I think that's the name of it, um, different magazines that have 
information and options for you to find products that are going to be great for your gift baskets. There are also the trade show websites that I shared with you. And I only shared a few types, uh, a few of the websites that are available. But the websites for trade shows are more vast than what I just shared. Be ready for a registration process if you are going to buy products from local suppliers because they will want to know who you are and where you're located. They will also need your, uh, within your business registration, they need some kind of tax ID. And we had talked about that in a previous episode where you could get an employer identification number instead of using your social security number to identify the type of business that you are. Be ready also for any kind of minimum orders that you will have to abide by within the local supplier's facility. And watch how much you buy from retailers, which is a great place for research, but not always good for buying multiple products. Retailers are not uh, they, retailers don't have to keep product available for you. They certainly want to at the higher prices that they charge, but it's going to be better for you to look at retailers from the standpoint of investigation. And again, sometimes a retailer, as you probably know, have uh, the retailers in your area have products that are of good price, especially if it's on clearance. But just be careful because when you are selling to companies, you might have to buy 100 of this or 500 of that. And a retailer is not going to have that much product for you. So you're just careful from that standpoint. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for finding and buying from wholesalers, suppliers, and retailers. And I'd love your feedback. If you have any, you can leave me feedback on the giftbasketbusiness.com website. There is a contact page. There's also through the uh, whatever, wherever you are listening to this, there might be a way for you to share feedback that way. So I um, always appreciate that. And the next session, we're going to discuss money and where to find your startup cash. And I know you're going to tune in for that. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.